0: What the hell, Kyle, sir? I'm okay. I get that we are frustrated, sir, but screaming that a woman is a conniving bitch. Okay, we're going to need to reel that in and do some apologizing and acknowledge that our behavior is out of line. I don't know if you guys saw, Kyle posted to his stories that... He's cool with Carl. They're watching the show together. So that makes me, if, if Carl and Lindsay can forgive, I mean, I technically I don't know if Lindsay's forgiven, but if Carl can forgive, I'm assuming Lindsay's cool. If they can forgive, then we can forgive. But my word, sir, God, that was, like, I get we are frustrated. And I had frustrations when I watched the scene with. With Carl and Kyle sitting down, I was like, "Ooh, Carl." Ooh, ooh. Um, like I see the nuance. I'm not full like I'm not fully sold on Carl having a hundred percent a hundred percent a leg to stand on, and it's all Kyle. And I'm not, I'm not on that side of it. But, but my God, <laughs> that last, mm, that's not a good look. Should we get into it? I let's get into it here at she speaks bravo we believe that bravo tv is a great form of self-care and therapy look at me i've been using it for over a decade and i am a complete mess that's me by the way i'm emily and i'm your host on this journey what is this honey i love that if you're not already subscribed get subscribed and hit that notification bell because i'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week clip you fool that's my opinion I talk Bravo, I talk true crime, and sometimes I talk a little scripted. So, whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. So let me let me start off by saying I apologize for this this being this episode being late. All my episodes are going to be, well, this episode in Jersey are going to be late this week because that damn Tom and Raquel, I blame them for everything. This week, because I I am a chronic migraine sufferer, but I have found a solution. If anyone out there is a chronic migraine sufferer and is yet to find a solution, something I have found is Topamax. I take it daily, fifty milligrams morning and night. And when I switched over to Kaiser, unfortunately, they got the dosage wrong. I knew, I knew, and I procrastinated. My fault. Um, but when I was running low. I realized I was running low right when the Tom and Ariana news broke. I was like, oh, I'm getting dangerously low. But I'm telling you, it was so hard to break away from the phone to do things, just normal things. And I procrastinated and procrastinated. And I thought, you know what? Look, if I let it lapse a day or two, how bad can it be? Because it's not like the Topamax isn't something that it's like an immediate. Like if you have a migraine, you don't take Topamax. It's not An on the spot treatment. Well, apparently, my system has gotten so adjusted to it, excuse me, um, that, whoa. So I didn't take it Monday, didn't take it Tuesday. God, excuse me. And come Wednesday, I was in full blown migraine. Like I could barely open both my eyes at the same time for more than like five minutes. So I normally record at the latest I record summer house recaps on Wednesday. Normally it's Tuesday. And I mean, I tell you, yesterday I could be, I was bedridden, but that did not stop me from keeping up with the news. I was like one-eyeing my phone posting content like we will we will still keep up because shit kept coming in. But FYI, if you are a chronic migraine sufferer and you were looking for a solution, Topamax, it's been very helpful also just FYI in case this is anyone out there deals with this if you get migraines because I was getting them like clockwork once every no I'm sorry twice every year I did not know that when I because when I would drive I would get nauseous when I was driving not like when I was a passenger that's a symptom of chronic migraines didn't know that when I got on Topamax nausea stopped and when I was on Monday when I was without the Topamax and I had to drive far for some work stuff, oh my God, the nausea came back and I forgot how bad it was. So if you are like in that boat, if you're just, if, I, if this can help even one other person because I know how painful it was for me and when I found that Topamax helped with the nausea, oh my God, life changing. So, okay, enough of the migraine talk. Sorry for the episode being late, but here we go. Summer house. Summer house. Danielle and Kyle, he has just said that maybe the solution is firing Carl. Danielle's like, you guys need to talk. They make up. Scene is over. Back to the city. Okay, cool. We see that, they, that Amanda and Kyle have got the apartment, I guess, like right next door to where they live. I mean, they're not doing too bad financially if they can afford in New York City. An apartment right next door, honey, for their office. My goodness gracious. Hello. Amanda's showing Kyle the new packaging design. I mean, this is a a flex, in my opinion. And Carl comes in to have the meeting. It's just like dark energy. He walks in it's like, oof, okay. This isn't going to go well. And so they sit down. And he's like, listen, not only am I wearing the VP of sales hat, but then I'm also the guy that does the public appearances and events. And I'm, I'm doing the samplings. Like I'm like the, the face of the brand. Now I don't know enough about corporate structuring and I don't know enough about what his job description was. And I can't imagine the level of like, admin emails that he has to deal with as VP of sales. You know, like, I don't know what that looks like. But I do know that if you have to go to a bunch of events and public appearances and things like that, that's physically having to be somewhere. You know, like you have to physically, let's say, get in a plane and go to the venue and be there for a set amount of hours and be hi, everybody, and hey, this is me, and I'm taking photos. And that's a very specific thing to do, and it takes you away from being in front of a computer and answering emails or being available for a meeting. Those are two very separate things to do, and I can imagine feeling, if I was Carl, like that's not exactly what a VP of sales does, right? I can see that. And so he's like, I would like to be compensated separately for those things. Because if I'm still expected to be doing that VP of sales stuff, then I should then, if this is the bonus stuff you want me to do, be compensated for public appearances like any public figure would be. Because that's what happens. You get paid to go to public events and take pictures and stuff, you know? And Kyle's like, okay, look, I I, I get it. But in your email, you put that you work 90 hours a week and I'm trying to figure out if you even work 40. Carl's face, he's like, really? And I was like, oh my God, abort. That was bold. I got, I got scared. I got real nervous. But then he explains like, we don't, I don't hear from you and almost nobody hears from you, but Carl doesn't argue with that though. And when Carl goes, yeah, you know, I do feel inadequate and like I'm missing things and I haven't had my eye on the ball. And I went, okay. So there is some validity to what Kyle is saying. And then he says, Carl says, I get distracted by the other side of the business that just comes naturally. And what does Kyle do? He offers a solution that I thought was a great solution. He says, why don't we rethink your title? Boom. Why don't we rethink your title? I, yeah, I think that that, this is a conversation that clearly should have happened a bit ago. I think that a lot of business decisions happen this way I think a lot of business decisions turn into – they start with a little bit of resentment and a little bit of like, what the fuck? Then you sit down and you talk about it and uh, you go, oh, we just need to restructure this. Unfortunately, there's a friendship here. So then it becomes personal and you get your feelings hurt and that's where we are. Uh Carl, though, does look like he doesn't want to work. For lover boy anymore because he's like i i feel bad because i don't have like a firm answer and i think what he's trying to say is i don't really want to be in liquor anymore and i think kyle feels that but feels slighted like how could you not want this amazing job that i gave you when no one else wanted you And for Carl, it's like, yeah, because like, I don't, I don't, (laughs) I don't want this anymore. It doesn't make sense for me as a sober person to be going to bars and talking up lover boy. I can't taste it. I can't drink it with people like, you know, but it seemed like a very productive conversation. It seemed like Kyle you know, Kyle said, he's like, we can't possibly say what we were really thinking because that would just be unproductive. So I thought it went well to me. For us Bravo fans, specifically Vanderpump Rules fans, this has been a stressful week. We are overstimulated and exhausted with all of the new information coming in about the Tom and Raquel scandal. And usually this would make me kind of panic, go into stomach aches and headaches and anxiety. But because I've incorporated Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm into my daily routine – I'm feeling good. The thing about Just Thrive Probiotic is the strain that they use arrives in your gut alive. And I did not know that that was not a thing all probiotics did or were supposed to do. But by arriving in your gut alive, it gets rid of bad bacteria and replenishes it with good bacteria. And when your gut health is good, your mental health is good. Because a bunch of serotonin and stuff that you assume is just in your brain is actually in your gut. Life-changing information. If you have kids too, and they're like, ew, I don't want to take a probiotic. You can just open the capsule and sprinkle it in food or in drinks, and they won't even notice. But now about the Just Calm. Just Calm has kept me level-headed. And it's because it's clinically proven to promote a healthy response to everyday stress, encourage a steady, serene, and balanced mood, drive mental clarity, focus and alertness, and even support great energy and optimal sleep. Hello. Hello. Just Thrive products have more clinical research than just about anyone else in the industry. They're all natural and they have a money back guarantee. If you're ready to up your wellness game and beat bloat, digestive issues, stress, and more, you can get 15% off a bottle of Just Thrive probiotic and a bottle of Just Calm when you use promo code Speaks at justthrivehealth.com. While you're there, make sure to check out all of the other research-based products. They have everything you can imagine for optimal gut and immune health, and they even have a probiotic for your fur baby, all with the bottom of the bottle guarantee. Take control of your health this year with Just Thrive. Anyway, now they're back. Now they're on their way back to the Hamptons, and Andrea is coming, which is like such a relief, right? They're like, oh, thank God, thank God. And Lindsay and Carl, when they get there, it does feel less tense. It, it does it? I thought so, at least with with Kyle. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just. Was I lying to myself? I don't know. I felt it felt a little bit like that. Um and in, in Lindsay's confessional, though, she says something that I thought was interesting. She said that she's not sure Kyle is going to make Carl's happiness a priority. And unfortunately, there is no friendship in business. Uh hmm. Yes, I guess, um, yeah, I guess it's, I guess it is Kyle's responsibility to make Carl's happiness a priority at this point, because Carl has expressed he's unhappy. Um, hmm. So at this, okay, so Lindsay is feeling for her boyfriend at this point she's feeling like carl she sees carl not happy she wants to do something about it i think that's instinct right she feels like kyle is maybe taking advantage is that the vibe that she's given us here i don't know i feel like this is getting a little bit pushy because i did also hear carl admit that he's maybe a little checked out and i think she's Nah. I'm afraid to say the wrong thing here because the fandom is so split. Although I gotta say, from the uh, a, a lot of polls, both Watch What Happens Live and on social media on different accounts, it's really leaning against Lindsay and Carl. Um, but it's. <laughs> It, it To me, it seems like Carl admitted he's checked out, and now Lindsay's making it seem like Kyle needs to put Carl as his priority. But it's a working relationship. And it, I don't know, it feels like Carl needs to step up too. But then again, this is a confessional. And she was prompted by a producer. No, she still said it. And unfortunately, there's no friendship in business. What's her angle here? It's a little pushy. What's Carl bringing to the table? He is just kind of going to these events. Like if he's just going to be the face of the brand, what's he doing on the VP of sales side? He did leave, go out of town, not tell anybody when he was on that plane. So, okay, well, not great. Andrea, when he does get there, though, gets the best welcoming. Gabby is like, oh, fuck, he is the perfect specimen. I'm really loving Gabby. She is great. She's a great, great addition to this house. Lindsay, Danielle and Gabby, they go and they chat outside And Danielle lets Lindsay know that Gabby really helped her last weekend and really helped her through the Kyle and Carl situation. And Lindsay lets Danielle know that Carl really appreciated her standing up for her because, you know, Carl couldn't be there. Meanwhile, Amanda, Sierra and Maya talk inside about Carl and Kyle and how they are. And then Gabby asks if the Kyle and Carl stuff is affecting Lindsay's relationship with Amanda and Lindsay's like, no, Amanda affected my relationship with Amanda. And then she brings up the reunion and said that she's, you know, Amanda's like, Carl is our employee and he works for us and is tainted by Lindsay. And Lindsay's pissed because she's like, I'm out there supporting lover boy more than she is. And I got sober to support him. And somehow I'm manipulating my boyfriend. And, you know, this is where I do understand Lindsay's resentment. See, I flip back and forth. You know, there's just so many sides and layers to this. I do see where Lindsay's, where Lindsay's fucking coming from because. That was kind of vicious. Like what, I don't understand what Lindsay is doing wrong to Carl. She, why, how would she not be offended by that? However, then we go to the flip side of it. Because by the way, Lindsay also has said and done pretty vicious things when she's mad and doesn't ever, ever apologize. So then Maya asks if, I Asks uh, Amanda if they're if she's cool with Lindsay, and Amanda goes, "Well, I we I text her a, a big apology, and she just never responded, and so I'm assuming if we're not cool, she'll let me know. And so, what else can she do? You know, what else? What else can she do at that point? So, if she okay, so let's let's think that through. Amanda text Lindsay. I'm so sorry. I mean, I'd like to see the text, though. I really would. I'd like to see what the text was, because Amanda does like to take no accountability. Amanda likes to... Amanda likes to act like a perpetual victim at all times, even when she's being villainous. And she was pretty villainous at that reunion. I was shocked. At one point, Danielle, under her breath, goes, does Amanda hate you, too? Because she was coming in pretty hot. And I think it was coming off the Winter House where she was like trying to prove to Paige and Sierra that she's like, yeah, I hate Lindsay too. Don't worry, guys. So she was coming in really hot. And she said the whole thing like, Carl works for us and he's got a fallen line was the vibe. And she's t- he's tainted by Lindsay. And I would like to see what the apology was to Lindsay. Maybe it wasn't so great. So maybe her version of the apology isn't so wonderful. But did Lindsay really not apologize? That doesn't get addressed in this episode. But they did cliffhang us, so maybe this is going to be addressed. I hate when they do that, because then we get all hyped up and we talk about it. And then the very next episode, once they pick up the scene, it's like, oh, all of that gets addressed. So I kind of want to save a lot of my anger, because they do that every time. Every time. So it's possible Lindsay's going to say, yeah, Amanda, I read your apology and it wasn't really an apology or something so according to amanda she sent a very nice apology and Lindsay did not reply so interesting that they're doing room rotations this year because now they've got the they've got andrea and what's his name chris how did i just forget his name the new guy chris who sucks and it was proven that he sucks at that dinner Okay. They do the they they sit down for dinner. It was so interesting. Lindsay looks to Sierra and goes handshake to no wine throwing tonight. Shady, little shady. You know, she wasn't going to throw any wine, but I'll give it to her. She it's allowed. If you're going to if you're going to act that out of pocket, Sierra, you got to accept a little bit of you got to accept some heat. At least for one more season. And that wasn't even that bad. But Andrea makes them talk about sexy stuff, which, you know, okay, fine. But <laughs> Lindsay's was weird. Lindsay's was weird. She goes, So Carl really likes zebras? And then they're like, don't tell me you brought Wesley in there, that little zebra thing they had. She goes, no. So I have these zebra boy shorts. And they're like, okay, we're good. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, don't make us do that. Don't do that. We're good. (laughs) We're good. We're fine. We don't need to talk about the boy shorts. Um, but then Sierra's like, I like toys. And then Sam starts. She's like, Um, oh, yes, I really connect with Sierra on the toys. I also there's these, there's these toys that have this little remote control, and then they do that time lapse thing that they do to Dorit, where they show that she's been talking for a long time. And Lindsay goes, Oh, yeah, so you can be brief though. <laughs> and they're like, Oh my god. Um, but then Andreas says things that just make me embarrassed. I can't even repeat them. I'm just like, okay, I don't, all right, I don't need to, I don't know, I just, it was too much, it was too much. But then Gabby, I like Gabby. Gabby's like, I like a little rough, I like a little choke, I like a little spank, but then when I'm sleeping, don't touch me. Like, if I'm sleeping, let me sleep. Don't cuddle me. And then new guy goes, see, this is why it's so hard to please a woman. And everyone boos him because this is the guy. This is the guy that I cannot stand. It's like toxic, nice guy. It's like the guy that acts like, oh, man, chicks just don't know what they want. They don't want a nice guy. They just want an asshole. It's like, what are you fucking talking about? All she did was explain that when she's sleeping, she doesn't want to cuddle. But now that's because now you can't please her? What are you talking about? No, that's just what she particularly likes. So you go find someone who likes to cuddle. Ugh, get out of here. Can't stand this guy. They get ready to go out. They all look so hot. Uh, But then... I think it's Danielle is talking to Sierra and Maya about how Sam talks a lot. And for some reason, Maya decides that it's her responsibility to go and tell Sam on behalf of the the team that she talks too much. And Sam did post in her stories that Maya is her girl and she loves Maya. And so I get that they're totally fine, but I'm going to critique this just because I'm doing this. So She pulls her, pulls Sam into a room by themselves. And she's like, I'm going to say this in the nicest way possible. We think you talk too much. What the fuck? That was not the way to do that. You could have said that so much nicer. It's first of all, you pulled her aside and had like a meeting. Like, listen, we all talked and we think you talk too much. I'm not telling you to be quiet. I'm just like, don't get in your head about it. Maya is, is doing some, she's on a different trip this season. I think the 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 fan favorite shit got to her head. She thinks that she's like the spokesperson now for the new people. What the fuck? If you want to pull her aside and say, look, I know we might I know that we kind of teased you at dinner. Maybe you're, I feel like maybe you're talking a lot because you're trying to impress us. I like you. We like you we think you're awesome. You don't need to talk, you know, maybe you don't need to talk that much. Maybe you don't need to like impress us that much, you know, like we like you something, but not we think you talk too much. I'm not telling you to be quiet, but like, don't get in your head about it. I, I'm not, mm -mm, not enjoying that at all, at all. Maybe this is like a younger generation thing, maybe because I'm older and I have seen better ways to communicate, but I'm telling you, I am almost 40 years old, and I can tell you right now, that is not the way to talk to people if you really want to not hurt their feelings. Because of course, she starts crying. Of course, she starts crying. I don't blame her. That was not okay. We could have found a much nicer way to do that. That didn't get so in her head and could have gotten her to the exact same result. She would have still thought about it. She would have still talked to her mom the next day. God damn. That was so savage and not unnecessary. Maya, they they show us they're out for like five seconds and they come back pretty quick. And then there's like dancing in the kitchen, but Lindsay and Carl, they stay in the room. This Okay, so i hate to say this but what is the fucking point guys i honestly though what's the point why are you guys here carl seriously though why are you there it like you're to be grumpy to make everyone uncomfortable like this is dumb and then, of course, the very last, everyone's like trickling off to bed and Kyle's in the kitchen. Damn it. Where are the goddamn cookies? Maya! <laughs> Kyle's on his way up to bed and he's like looking in the rooms. And he, I, I don't think he realized Danielle was going to be in that room. Uh, And so when he does, he's like, hey, I just want to explain, like, you know, I want to explain why I said the things that I said. I thought you were coming in hot. And it gets them to talking about. Lindsay and Carl. And Kyle says that Carl is caught up in this fucking relationship. And Danielle's like, look, yeah, it took me months to be normal about it. And I'm still trying to figure it out. And Danielle's confessional talks about how it's always Lindsay and me used to be the two of us all the time. And now it's them. And even when it was just Carl and Lindsay as friends, it was the Tres Amigos, like it was the three of them. And now it's definitely not. It's Lindsay and Carl and I sort of am trying to figure out where I fit in. And I've seen a lot of people saying that, and this is something that I'm predicting is also maybe happening subconsciously, which is Danielle is feeling like a little shaky with Lindsay. And then the other girls are going to kind of they're going to swoop in when she's feeling vulnerable and capitalize on this moment and 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 pull her into them right that's what we're seeing a lot online i don't want to discredit danielle's feelings though because if lindsay has stopped giving danielle what danielle would like from her friend there's validity to that you know it if if lindsay needs to step up a little bit to the plate and 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 give danielle some more whatever and lindsay's going to be like what do you want and be like a dick about it well that's shitty sometimes we develop friendships and we create the we create the dynamic and we have to accept that responsibility on on ourselves that we set that dynamic up But if we want to change that dynamic and the friend doesn't want to adjust, then we unfortunately have to make the decision like, well, if you don't want to adjust, then I have to move on. That's how you outgrow friendships. And we've yet to see what's going to happen. It is possible that subconsciously Danielle is going to um, be maybe a little envious. Maybe it's going to be a little bit of that. I'm yet to see it. Because that's also possible. Things lie so deep down inside when they're just sub- like a subconscious feeling and you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't realize this was jealousy, but I think that's what it was. Who knows? But I don't want to just say that it's all their fault because they swooped in and they were like, ooh, don't you hate Lindsay? We do too. Because that that doesn't validate the fact that she is asking from a friend something and her friend isn't giving it to her. You know what I mean? Like, let's not just make it that simple. Lindsay may need to step up and she may not do that. And let's, let's, that's fair. So let's see. But it is a real feeling and that's not shitty. It's not shitty of Danielle to be like, huh, I don't know where I fit in anymore. I don't like people making fun of her for that. That's not cool. It's, you're allowed, and Kyle. Well, no, Kyle, I'm going to take that away from Kyle. (laughs) Kyle. Kyle and Carl weren't always inseparable. That's that's not accurate. They, for the last few seasons, Carl has kind of had his own thing. And he's confided in Kyle for sure, but they weren't like inseparable, inseparable. Carl, Lindsay, and Danielle were closer. So this is a bigger loss for Danielle than it is for Kyle. Kyle's being a little bitch. That's right. I said it. He's being a little bitch about it. But Danielle really is suffering a loss of two friends, to be honest. So I'm gonna Danielle's allowed. With all this news coming out in the Bravo verse, I have no time to be shopping in a grocery store or figuring out what recipe ingredients to get, or chopping and prepping a million things. Absolutely not. HelloFresh knows that I don't have time for that. So they deliver me fresh meals to my door with pre-portioned ingredients so I don't have to worry about all that nonsense. And while I am normally a disaster in a kitchen, when it comes to HelloFresh, there's those easy-to-follow recipe cards that even I can get through. For me, HelloFresh scratches multiple itches, the itch to have food delivered, which I don't know why I like love having things delivered directly to me. The second itch is wanting to eat better. That's a big one. And March is National Nutrition Month. And HelloFresh makes it easy to choose delicious, dietitian-approved meals. Simply look for the dietitian win tag on their menu choices for meals that are under 700 calories and with one third less sodium. The third itch HelloFresh scratches. It is so much less expensive than ordering delivery. Go to hellofresh.com slash shespeaks60 and use code speaks 60 for 60% off plus free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash shespeaks60 and use code shespeaks60 for 60% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, Hello America's number one meal kit. 2023 is my year of having the confidence of a housewife. Like Lisa Barlow says, you don't have to like me. I love myself enough for the both of us. So in order to work on that confidence, I'm going to be using Kitsch's game-changing beauty essentials. Whatever your budget, your skin type, your hair type, Kitsch believes you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices, morning, noon, and night. Kitsch was started in 2010 and they sold hair ties door to door. Okay. Okay. They are self-funded, female-founded, and after all that hustle, they are now sold in over 20,000 retail locations. Such badasses. Their best sellers, and for me, this was what pulled me into kitsch, are their satin pillowcases, because you do not want to be sleeping on a regular dry pillowcase. You want a soft satin, vegan satin, not silk, cruelty-free, You want that against your face for the wrinkles and to protect your hair. They also make that same satin into nightcaps and eye masks, all with the idea of preserving and protecting your precious hair and skin while you sleep. They have shampoo and conditioner bars. That's right. Bars. Hello, environment. Bottle Free Beauty. And their biggest claim to fame are their heatless satin curling rollers say goodbye to heat damage. There are TikTok videos of people throwing out their $600 curlers for these. The amazing thing is they are only a fraction of the price at $18. Kitch of course has the classic quick dry hair towels, their hair ties and scrunchies and so much more. I personally own nothing but Kitsch hair ties, nothing but their pillowcases, and nothing but their quick dry hair towels. The way I found Kitsch was because I did a bad at-home haircut, needed to grow my hair out, and that's when I learned that regular towels were not to be used on your hair, pillowcases are a culprit for breakage, and hair ties. Kitsch, in my opinion, leads the market in preserving and protecting your hair and skin. Right now, Kitch is offering 30% off your entire order when you go to mykitsch.com slash shespeaks. That's right. 30% off any and everything at mykitch spelled M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash shespeaks. One more time, mykitsch.com slash shespeaks for 30% off your order. So it's the next day. And Sam calls her mom and she talks about how the the root of this insecurity is that her ex used to put her down a lot for laughing at his friend's jokes too loud and just being too big. And it turns out, according to her mom, that Sam's dad is also like a big personality. So she, you know, it's in her nature to be really big, too. And don't dim your light. Her mom is just all all support and all love. What's that like? So Kyle and Chris... They work out, and Kyle is in the middle of pump and iron, and he goes, "I've come to the conclusion that with Carl, he's got a voice in his ear." I was like, oh, "I didn't see that coming." I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, I, I kind of thought that we came to the conclusion that you're going to rethink his title, but okay, what? I thought that was a very good conversation about, like, he's basically, like, doing public appearances and he can't really be the VP of sales if he's doing all of that. But now it's Lindsay's fault. What? Anyhow, at one point, Sierra and Kyle talk about Amanda's period. Which I don't know why I found this conversation to be odd. It felt very, like, juvenile. I was like, why is Sierra pulling Kyle aside to be like, so Amanda told us that she hasn't had her period in nine months? And he's like, what? I didn't know that. And she's like, yeah. It's like, this is a conversation for real? It honestly just felt like a scene to give Sierra something to do. I'm like, because she's a nurse? Why does Sierra need to tell Kyle this? What the fuck? This is a grown adult relationship. Then they set up the slumber party and they're like getting matching PJs. Why does Amanda try to pants Kyle? Oh, my God, that was incredibly uncomfortable. I think it was Gabby was right there and she was like, "Okay, I'm going to go. I don't need to see this. The hell? And then Amanda like lays on Kyle and like hugs Kyle, and he's like, "Hey, So Sierra told me you haven't gotten your period in nine months." She's like, "I told you that." He's like, "Yeah, but I didn't realize it was nine months." Uh, I, I don't know this was just this it, this is the story. I can't tell if they're if they're not sure they want to do this storyline or if they are really this immature about it. I am I, this just feels very confusing. And immature. At one point, Andrea's up in Sierra and Maya's room and dancing. Um, There's just an odd energy between... Maya feels like she's trying so hard to be kind. And Sierra, I just get such bitchy vibes from Sierra. Maybe because I couldn't be friends with someone like Sierra. Earlier, there was a moment where they were both in the room, Sierra and Maya... And Maya was like, oh, my God, made Lyft. Uh, I just opened my Lyft app and it suggested that we go to Oliver's house. And Sierra doesn't even respond. She's like scrolling. And Maya's like, should we go? And Sierra's like, no. I would just have such an – insecure. I would be insecure with a friend that was just this like bitchy and then nice when she felt like it and just like resting bitch face all the time. It's like, "Mm, Whatever. Like I I can't this is just not my generation, not my type of friendships. Like all of my good friends are not this way. This is just not my vibe. And Maya doesn't seem like she's that vibe. She seems like a very friendly, kind person. And I don't get it. And so she seems awkward in this group of friends to me. She seems like she's trying hard. I don't know. And then Sierra doesn't give much back. Maybe I'm just being hypersensitive. I don't know. I did just get my period yesterday as well with the migraine and the period. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Good times. Now we get the slumber party and Danielle's like, I have a game called Stir the Pot. I'm like, oh, of course you do. Very Housewives. And so they go around. The, the, the game was funny. The Some of the pictures, some of the answers. My favorite was Lindsay pulling like, who would be the scariest to break up with? And they're like, um, you. (laughs) But anyway, Danielle's is who do you trust the least? And she, (laughs) she goes, okay, I've thought about it. And the one who's the biggest curveball, I'm gonna say Amanda. Andrea has this disposable camera, and he takes a picture of Amanda as Amanda lifts her head. She's like, "Wait, what?" He takes a picture. And he goes, "Oh, that was a good one." <laughs> I don't think he realized she was going to be so upset. But okay, Amanda herself has made fun of her for this moment because she she went on she did like an ask me anything on her on her Instagram. And she's like, someone asked her how drunk were you in this scene? She's like, I was blackout. She's like, I was so fucking drunk. So I don't feel so bad laughing hysterically at this scene because I could not. I thought she was kidding with the way she responded. She goes, Wait, what? And Daniel's like, Yeah, like you never really know where you stand. You're like a curveball. She's like, I'm a curveball. You can't trust me. And then she starts crying. (laughs) But I feel like they they also were kind of like everyone who was comforting her was like, "Wait, this is this cannot be serious." (laughs) The way she walks off, she's like, "That felt personal." She posted a thing that was like "Sad Girls Only," and it was a picture of her and Andrea. Like, she knows she's admitting that it was funny. So she knows she's overreacted to this. She knows that, guys. But Danielle was like, oops, too much, maybe? And so Danielle's like, okay, look, like, the reason is, you know, it seems like Amanda is friends, but then she flip-flops, which is kind of true. But then Sierra wants to – this is Sierra's point, is like, what has she done to you? And – then realizes, oh, okay, actually, it's a Lindsay problem. Because when Sierra asks to ask Danielle, what has she done to you? Lindsay answers the question. So Lindsay gives a monologue. And it was quite a monologue. I have to say it was, it was very well done. I put in so much effort and I have to continue to let her be mean to me If she has a fucking problem, why not come and say, hey, you know what, Linz? We should talk about this. Your serious boyfriend and my husband work together. Instead, what did she say? You tainted him. He works for me. Yes, she did say that. And that has not been addressed. True. And then she says, no one has ever come to me and said, hey, Linz, how are you feeling about this? You just tell me how I feel. That is true, you guys. That is actually pretty true. That's fair. Everything I do is wrong. I date him and I'm the wrong one. He speaks up for himself at work and it's because of me. That's true. Everything I do according to Amanda is my fault. Well, that's funny. Everything I do is my fault. That, that, that is actually a thing. That's, that's, that's true. But now Kyle is like roaming around looking for Amanda and Amanda finds him in up in his room and he's complaining about Lindsay. He's like, "Fucking Lindsay." And even Maya is like, "Wait, why are you mad at at Lindsay because that was Danielle who said it." Which is funny because even she is like, "Why are you blaming Lindsay for this one? She didn't even say that." And Kyle's like, "Danielle's basically the mouthpiece." Which is okay. So, let's let's break down what just happened. Danielle said something. That was yes, it was personal. She played a game. She she played a stupid game and got stupid results, whatever the phrase is. We've been seeing it a lot online lately. And Amanda has overreacted. And now Kyle, because he's so pissed about the Carl situation, is now like, oh my god, now Lindsay's making Amanda cry. When really, it's... It, <laughs> It's really just this kind of small thing. Amanda's overreacting. Amanda, it's like, okay, like, let's just hear her out. Let's hear what, let's hear what the problem is. But instead, now it is, it is this huge thing. I'm so sick of Lindsay. When I guess there's validity to it because at the end of the day, when Danielle was asked why she said Amanda, Lindsay responded. Lindsay's the one who answered the question. Danielle only gave one little sentence. But, okay, regardless, then Kyle loses his damn mind. So Amanda heads upstairs, though. She's, like, muttering to herself. She's like, I don't care. I'm over it. I don't want to deal with it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Lots of I'm dones. And Kyle is like, no, listen, Danielle is living in the shadow of Lindsay, just like Carl is now. She's like a saber-toothed tiger. (laughs) They're both ridiculous at this point. They're both clearly very drunk. And built up so much resentment towards Lindsay, which, okay, I don't want to take away from this, though, because we've heard repeatedly people say that Lindsay does stuff behind the scenes that we don't see, and I just can't imagine that all of these people hate Lindsay for no reason. Amanda, though, is just really drunk, and she does need to just go to bed. Kyle is overreacting. He has called her a saber-toothed tiger. (laughs) Danielle now is like, I didn't mean to stir the pot. That's the name of the game, for crying out loud. So Kyle comes down and Danielle's like, I mean, I didn't mean to be mean. I didn't mean for it to be like a gunshot wound. But I would just love to have a more open dialogue with Amanda. Kyle's face is like, really? Oh, really? That's That's what you want? And Lindsay, I think she's talking to Sierra at this point. She's like, I, because Sierra probably was like, you should talk to Amanda. And she's like, I texted her my feelings a couple months ago. And Kyle's like, did you? Because she apologized and you never responded. And so this is where I think that the Lindsay spin is happening that they get so mad about where Lindsay is going to say, I did. I text her my feelings, but then omit the part where Amanda replied and apologized. See what I'm saying? I think this is the part. And I, and then this is what makes Kyle then spiral and it goes way too far because I mean, he's like, I love you, man, but be careful with what you're dealing with here. You are a master manipulator. My wife has tried so many times with you. People don't know the real side of Lindsay, dude. She's an evil, conniving bitch. Good luck to my best friend, because you're a fucking psycho. Okay, guys. I mean, he's lost it. And Danielle wants Carl to say something, but Carl's like, let him bury himself. And then Kyle's saying my wife is the nicest person ever is a stretch because just because Amanda appears kind of meek and sensitive and cries easily doesn't make her the nicest person ever. It really doesn't. That's, that's an unfair thing to say. And he's like, and when people who are actual assholes and actual bitches get their way, it honestly makes me sick. Well, well, So Kyle has just, you know, lost his goddamn mind. I have to say too, Kyle, you lose your shit all the fucking time and get forgiven. You lose your shit all the time. So does Lindsay. What, she doesn't really get her way. I'm just confused. Amanda's had a pretty easy ride, honestly. What has Amanda really had to like face up to, deal with? What's Lindsay? What's, what's, what's. I'm good. I'm just so fucking confused. The whole, like, Lindsay was ganged up on all of the reunion. All of them got the narrative they wanted. I don't get it. I don't get it. Do expose her already, guys. Can you just come out with it? Come out with the stuff. Say the stuff we're supposed to see. I don't get it. I'm confused. I'm oh. I don't get it. I really don't. Now Kyle is screaming from outside. Fucking everybody giving Lindsay Hubbard so much power. I not everybody. Carl is dating Lindsay. He's in love with Lindsay and Danielle's her friend and I thought you were too, dude. But I feel like now he's trying so hard to be in a happy marriage. And I'm telling you, Amanda's, Amanda's soul, like she's, Amanda so wants to be Paige's bestie. And Amanda's always struggled with being Kyle's partner because Kyle has had issues with Paige for a long time. It was Paige and Hannah. Paige and Hannah, they had issues for a long, long time. And so being paired up was an issue. There were even times where she pretended she was single so she could fit in with them. And even in the beginning of this season, when they were talking about the rooms and what they were going to do, Amanda even jokes like, oh, can't I just be single, Kyle, so I can be with the girls? So I feel like being coupled up with Kyle has made her feel like she can't totally connect with Paige. And she just wants, in my opinion, to be Paige's number one. And so we all know that Paige and Lindsay don't get along. So I, I, I just feel like there's a connection there. And I, I I am just confused by him screaming, everybody is giving Lindsay Hubbard so much power, when here you are giving Lindsay Hubbard so much power. Danielle's the one who said it. Danielle doesn't know where Amanda stands either. I mean, at the end, of like, I don't know. <laughs> this is, I don't want to get too, too far down this rabbit hole, though, because when they, when they cut off a scene like this before it resolves itself, it's completely possible that literally as soon as we start the next, next week's episode, it's going to resolve itself. So all the things that we're like, I hope they say this and I hope they say that, they're going to say. So I'm going to stop myself before I go too far down this hole. Because it's possible they're going to say all those things. You know what I mean? Okay. That is it. Now, on to record Jersey for you guys. And then Vanderpump Rules and dealing with all that. So, I'm out of here. Love you, mean it. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash bravo. if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe link is in the description and follow me on Instagram and TikTok at she Speaks Bravo and whoever the guest was for today all their information is always in the episode description so if you want to follow them and check them out check there for the info and any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and I'll see you next time. Bye.